It's the Pistons Pod, presented by Uptime Energy Drink. Now here's your host, Matt Derry. Oh man, who's excited for a little Pistons basketball? We're getting set and getting ready for the preseason next week and the start to training camp is here, everybody. We welcome you into the pod. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for listening and joining us right here at Pistons.com. A busy podcast today as the Pistons held media day earlier this week. And you will hear conversations with the general manager, Troy Weaver. Year three of the restoration. What does Troy see as the vision for this team? And what does he think of this roster? I sat down with him the other day. You'll hear that conversation coming up momentarily here on the Pistons pod. And also, veteran swingman and forward Rodney Magruder is back. I think Dwayne Casey and Troy Weaver always say it. You can't just have all young guys. And with this restore and bringing in such a high-end young talent. You also have to have some veteran uh, you know, leaders and a veteran presence on that bench, and that's a guy that Rodney Magruder certainly is and fits that mold, and my conversation with him is uh, coming up momentarily as well right here on the Pistons pod. So exciting to be back and talking basketball and having the fellas back at the Pistons Performance Center for training camp and, and pretty good expectations for this team and a lot of excitement certainly surrounding Cade Cunningham and the new mix around him, but guys like Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Livers, Sadiq Bay, Killian Hayes, and others back with Cade for a year two with him, and it's very, very exciting, certainly. But first, here's my conversation with the general manager. All right, back in the Pistons pod, it is Pistons Media Day. Matt Derry with Troy Weaver, the Pistons general manager, year three of the restoration. What's up, Troy? Hey, Matt, how you doing? Good to see you, my friend. Good summer? Great summer. All good? <laughs> ready to go ready to go this is your you love this time of year don't you uh just kind of getting started training camp uh, how are you feeling you know uh, about the about the 2022 2023 edition here no excited uh absolutely fall is my favorite time of the year but no uh going into year three of the restoration and we're excited i finally feel like we're at ground zero i feel like uh, first two years we were fighting out of a hole, fighting out of the red. Uh, now I feel like we're at ground zero, and now we can take a step forward. What what makes you say that? What is is it just the roster? Is it just guys are growing up? Cade's second year. What what makes you say that? Yeah, influx of things. Um, you know, uh, first couple of years figuring out, getting out, you know, figuring out the books, getting the contracts. Uh, Ed and his group did a good job of starting us on that process, of starting to clean up the books and. Think down, we have that in a good place, but no, we're we're in third year of um, the draft class. Cade and Isaiah Liver second year, um, some promising young rookies, and uh, a lot of good veterans. So, feel like we're stabilizing the ship, and now we can compete every night. I heard uh, Keith Langloy ask you. I thought it was a pretty good question in your media session before you came and sat down here about the East. And it's like, oh, no, the East is too good now. So the Pistons, they're trying to get up there, but <laughs> the competition's really good. Do you, do you ever really think about that? Because uh, that was sort of an interesting way of kind of looking at does that speed up or slow down the process? No, I mean, I think it helps. I think it, it makes us really understand how good you have to be as a team. You have to bring it every night. You have to play the right way. have to play hard. Um keep mistakes down so I think it helps the growth of a young team like ours um, to thrust in that mix uh, I experienced it in Utah and in Oklahoma City when the West was loaded and 
it really helped the growth of our teams. Troy Weaver with me, Pistons general manager. Let's close the book on last year. You won 23 games. I don't know. I was driving down here today, and I'm thinking, that's it? I thought they won more. It seemed like a, a better and a good 23, but I know you're a competitor, and you probably hate that number, right? Yeah, I mean, you you are your record. We only won 23 games. Um, you know, the win column wasn't in our favor, but um, we thought we accomplished some things um, during the season, and especially this summer. Uh, that gives us a lot of optimism going forward in the 22-23 season. Uh, we're excited about it. Cade Cunningham is certainly the, the, the meal ticket, and everybody's talking about him. Um, what growth have you seen from him? What will we see maybe differently as the, the, the training camp and the preseason games start that we didn't see last year, do you think? Well, physically, he's gotten bigger and stronger. Um, you know, just turned 21 yesterday. But he... Um, you know, he understands he has to become more of an efficient player, um, continue to improve his leadership. Um, so just his overall play um, and the function of the team, you know, I don't, I don't expect him to um, push out any gaudy numbers because he plays basketball the right way. But I expect him to be more efficient and uh, really push the needle uh, forward with this team and Excited about his growth, and I know he's chomping at the bit. Do you cringe at the people that say Troy Weaver has got to surround Cade with shooters? I hear that all the, all the time. It's like sports talk uh, callers. Got to surround him with shooters. I know the game is about the three-point shot now, but uh, isn't there more to it than that? I mean, absolutely. Um, we think that we have improved shooting uh, with this group, but – I mean, team goes in different in different phases. Um, yeah, we can surround them with a bunch of shooting, and then if they can't guard, then they say we, you know, he needs to surround them with some guys that can defend. So right, right. no, I mean, we we want to surround them with really good players. That's 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 the goal to get really good players who can shoot, um, but not just shooters. So uh, we're comfortable. Uh, what we're putting around them at this time, and uh, we expect to see. Um, dividends with that when when he walked in today and walked by us i was in the hallway with tim mccormick from from valley sports detroit he went over and just introduced himself to he knew tim obviously but just said hello to me i only talked to him once but like what a great kid right like that's i know you you've said this before but you want good people in here too there could be a couple of bad apples that ruin the bunch right uh absolutely Kay's tremendous young man family did a great job with him and he's about the right things um puts the team first does he want to be a great player? Absolutely. But he understands where he is and the work he has to put in, and uh, he's a great teammate. Troy Weaver with me, Pistons uh, GM. All right, after Cade, who's next? Like, who do you want to talk about? Who are you excited to, to talk about on this roster that, uh, that maybe would jump out and, and, uh, and get you excited for the season? Well, I think both Isaiah's had a tremendous summer. Um, Isaiah Stewart, last summer, you know, he hurt his, had a bad ankle sprain, USA basketball, and he was recovering from that all year. And he didn't have his pop early in the year. Um, but this summer, uh, he he put in a lot of work. Uh, you saw in summer league um, some of that. And Isaiah Livers, what he's done with his body since he's um, been here has been tremendous. Uh, the work those guys put in, and you, 
saw glimpses of this summer. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, those guys. Livers is is intriguing, and obviously fans saw him a couple years ago with Michigan, but um, he also had to kind of come back, and you know, you you guys eased him in. Is he 100%? Is he ready to go? No, he's ready to go. I mean, he had a great summer. Um, summer league, I thought he was tremendous. Um, but he's changed his body. Uh, and he's become more athletic, and he continues to improve. He's a smart player. Uh, really excited about him. You drafted Jaden Ivey. Fans will get excited. They'll say, oh, my gosh, you know, Cade and Jaden Ivey, they're going to score 20 a night, blah, blah, blah. But for a rookie that – really had one great year at Purdue. I mean, what, what are your expectations for somebody like that? No, I mean, he's got physical gifts. He's a dynamic player. But, yeah, he's a rookie. Uh, I mean, he's going to have growing pains. Um, thank God we got, a, you know, guys around him that can help him. Yeah. Um, you know, Cade and Corey and Killian and the rest of the, you know, the group can really help him and prop him up and um, – Make sure he understands uh, what needs what it takes to be successful, and he he's a quick study. Uh, he works his tail off. He's an incredible worker. Um, but we're excited about him. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a rookie, and he's going to take his lumps, but uh, he's ready to go. NBA players always get asked, like, "Oh, what's the difference between uh, the, the the pro game and college?" And a lot of them say just the speed of the game. Uh, you and I are a couple of Syracuse slappies, so we love the two three, and those <laughs> games are like twenty two to twenty at the half. <laughs> but like for Jaden Ivey, he's so fast, and he played in arguably the best conference the last couple of years. Do you think he'll, you know, be okay earlier maybe than other rookies because of just his just his quickness and the competition he played against? Well, I mean, when people say the speed of the game is processing. What's going on? The, the, the pro game is just faster than the college game. Yeah, um, not so much of um, how fast the players are playing, but just the action. It's 24-second clock. The action is quicker. You have to read things quicker. Um, no, I mean, his speed um, will help him absolutely. Uh, but it's just processing all the information that's thrown at you. Uh, he had great coaching at Purdue, uh, Coach Painter. Uh, and now, like I said, he, he, he really learns. He's quick study. Um, but, yeah, yeah, athleticism can always help you. Sadiq Bey, having him on the roster, I mean, just what a rock, right? Like, is that the guy that you just lean on sometimes to say, hey, take these guys and, and, and have them follow you for a little while? Yeah, Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bey are, are rocks. Isaiah Livers is um, going to be part of that as well. But Sadiq and Isaiah, um, they really bring it every day. Um, they're guys we can lean on. Those guys you can look to. Uh, they're examples in the building every day of uh, what a piston looks like, how a piston works, and um, Sadiq really sets the tone. Final thing, and I appreciate you stopping by. Realistic goal? Do you set that? Do you? I know you're not going to answer me. Give me a number of wins, but what? What's year three at the end? What do you want it to look like? Yeah, um, we want to compete hard every night and. Hopefully in March and April we're, we're playing in some meaningful games. Troy, appreciate it. Always great to see you. Thanks for having me, Matt. Troy Weaver with me right here on the Pistons pod, right here at Pistons.com. Amen to that from Troy. Meaningful games in March and April certainly would be a lot of fun, and, and filling the arena downtown would be just uh, fantastic. But Troy's got a great vision 
uh, for this roster. And as he said to me just there moments ago, he likes this team a lot and feels like it's a more complete roster and team than he's had the first two years. One guy that's going to contribute, certainly, whether it's off the bench or just in a way where there's leadership and, and a veteran presence out there is Rodney Magruder, who's back with the club. I had a chance to catch up with him the other day as well. The veteran, Rodney Magruder, is uh, with me here at Pistons Media Day. Rodney, good to see you. No, good to see you as well, man. Good to see you. They rely on you, man. You, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you're back again. They, they, yeah. they love your veteran presence here. What's it like to kind of be a mentor and, and see this roster change, and, and yet you're back? Um, this is great, man. It's uh, another year in the NBA, which is a blessing. You know what I mean? The ultimate blessing. But uh, just being here with this young group, uh, excited about it and, you know, excited about all the changes that we made, you know, on the roster and then on the coaching staff. And this is look, looking forward to an exciting year for sure. What's the plans when it comes to working with some of these young guys? Because certainly for you, you want to put points on the board, you right. want to score and everything. But, right. but Dwayne Casey does rely on you for, for veteran leadership. How do, you, how do you go to the gym every night with that in mind? You just have to be just prepared, man. That's that's what that's what being a veteran is in this league. You never know when your number may be called, but you have to be a great teammate. And you know, I learned that throughout of my years in the NBA. You know, just learning from great guys. Like we hired a guy here who was a great veteran player, and Keith Bogans, and he he was just tremendous all the way around. And when you have guys like that around, it just it just makes it better to be a leader, to be you know someone that you know, younger guys can, you know, look up to. So having those guys around really it helps me because I'm learning a lot from those guys as the younger guys are learning from me. So it, it's like revolving knowledge around here. When you look at the roster turnover and, and what Troy Weaver and Dwayne Casey and everybody has done, what do you think? What stands out and, and what jumps out about going into into the third year of this sort of restore? Uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, the young talent that we, you know, accommodated this in this draft, and you know, the signings and the trades that we've made is so much talent, so much athleticism, and you know, um, the trade that just happened recently, you know, but Bogdanovich is exciting for us. You know, another wing guy who can you know, score on all three levels. So, and then a guy like Alec Burks, you know, Kevin Knox, and also uh, Nerlens. It's just so exciting for us, man. We just have so much, so much depth on this team, and it's great to have a lot of that. You know, it's going to be a tough job for coach for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what are your conversations like with him about what what he expects from you this season? Uh, you know, we never had that conversation, but you know, as a veteran, you just have to be ready no matter what. You know, not every not every time a coach is going to tell you to be ready, or but that's that's your job. As that's our job as professionals to just you know just be ready for whatever comes our way. Guys come out of the game, Cade Cunningham, and I've watched games where you've kind of taken them aside on the bench. Sure. What are you saying? Because it can't always come from the coaches. Right. What, do, you, do you like that? And, and maybe what are the things that you're telling some of these young guys? I think, I think that's just built off the, you know, the brotherhood and, and the camaraderie and the, and the family-style locker room that we, we try to have. You know, and we can check one another, as we call it, when, you know, when, it, when it needs to happen. So just having that... Just having that, I would say, relationship with each other just makes it that much easier to communicate when, you know, when things happen in the game, someone needs to be calmed down. With just having that relationship, it's just easy to, like, settle whatever may, you know, be on their mind or whatever, you know, tension they may have. You're entering your, what, seventh year in the league. You yes, played sir. with some good players. Yes, sir. Where does Cade stack up? 
Oh no, Cage up there, man. Just, <laughs> just, just as a young guy, just his poise and you know how how comfortable he looks out there and you know how he slows the game down, and how he changes the pace of the game. He's he, he's big time. Man. He's a big time player. I'm I'm excited for this year for him, and you know the way he finished was was amazing last year, and I'm, I'm expecting the same heading into this year. Rodney Magruder with us here on the Pistons Pod. Give me a name of somebody else, maybe first in the gym, last to leave this uh, summer. Sadiq Bey, man. Sadiq Bey, he's, he's a worker, man. He, yeah. he, he really is. He rarely takes any days off. He, he's always he's always trying to get better. He's just trying to find an edge any way he can to you know outwork anyone and just be his best self for sure. But has he been listening to the organization when they tell him, hey, take a week off away from basketball? <laughs> he just he won't do it. Me knowing Sadiq, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you need his shooting, but you've added other shooters. Yeah. Um, safe to say this is a better team out on the perimeter than it was a year ago? Oh, I will say for sure. For sure. Even even the, the guys that are returning, just the work that, that they put in over the summer, I'm just excited to, you know, just for their work to pay off for them. The game has changed. Now, you've yeah. got to have guys behind that deep line, right? How much has it changed even in, in the days when you came into the league? Uh, it's changed tremendously. Like, you know, you see guys, you know, single players now are taking, you know, 10-plus three-point attempts. You know what I mean? When sometimes in the NBA, five three-point attempts by a single player would seem like a lot. But now, yeah. <laughs> now we're encouraging everyone to just shoot the three-ball. So, you know, that's what that's what everyone has to work on nowadays. And, you know, guys have been putting a tremendous amount of hours in the gym working on working on that shot. Final thing. What about expectations? I, I know I just I was talking to Dwayne Casey yeah. earlier and, and Troy. Nobody's going to put a number on, yeah, them, right, on the right, season. Right. But what, what do you honestly think uh, you guys can do this year? Uh, I, I would just really expect us to just come out and play hard, man. Just play hard, play for one another and just, you know, make make this, this season very interesting. You know, just the way we compete and, you know, just just to see. I just want to see our growth and, you know, where we've come from and in the, in the, from the past seasons and just moving forward. So I'm just excited just to see, you know, the growth from everyone. And then, you know, mixing that with the people that we've acquired and just seeing where, where we can go. It, it's going to be an exciting, fun season, though, for sure. Compete, we're going to compete for sure. That's one thing we are going to do. Rodney, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. No, thanks for having me. Just a good guy right there, Rodney Magruder. The organization loves having him around. The swingman from Kansas State getting an opportunity to sit down with me at Pistons Media Day. We're brought to you by Uptime Energy Drink right here on the Pistons Pod. We appreciate you listening to edition and episode number one here of the 2022-2023 season. Next week, the team will be in New York for the preseason opener October 4th against the Knicks. Four preseason games, and then we get ready for the start of the regular season. More to come here on the Pistons pod next week, including my conversation with Dwayne Casey, the Pistons head coach, who is back for another season. We'll do that next week. Thank you for listening right here at Pistons.com and wherever you get your podcasts.